everybody, it's Birdie from the future, and before we even start the intro of this podcast, I want to explain something very important that I get asked all the time about this particular episode series of these three parts of this investigation. Yes, the friend I was with during these investigations is indeed Robert, who becomes my future co-host. And yes, he is my husband. And yes, we were married at this time. The only reason why I'm introducing Robert as my friend and did not give him a name is because, like I have said many times, I started this podcast with the full intent that I would always be anonymous. I didn't want to share my name. I didn't want to share anything about myself besides the spirit stuff. Anything else I completely wanted to remove, including the fact that I was married to Robert. And Robert at this time also was not sure if he wanted to be involved. This was something very new I was doing and he just didn't know if it was something that he really wanted to be a part of or or to let me continue to have it be my own thing. So we decided what was best to do during this period of time when we were testing this S-Box and Estes method out and really diving deep into some investigative methods was to just go ahead and say that he was my friend and leave him nameless. Now, I do want to say this was not us being shady. This was us trying to be broad and keep a sense of anonymity in this otherwise wild topic and thing that we were doing. And there is no non-truths here. Robert is indeed my best friend. We have been together for almost 15 years and he is just my best friend. So I definitely didn't think I was being deceptive by calling him my friend here. I know a few of you have just really been upset with the fact that we were not forthright, that this was my husband. Um, but I definitely, in the time of recording, did not see that there was any issue in referring to my husband as my friend because I refer to him as my friend all the time because that's what he is. So yeah, marry your best friends. I hope you guys understand and thank you and enjoy this three-part investigation little mini-series. I am a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. Welcome to my spirit diaries. And really quick before we jump into the episode, I just want to thank you so much for all of your support. If you hear any evidence that I missed in these episodes or have any questions at all, reach out to me on Twitter at spirit underscore diaries. Or if you're watching on YouTube, just leave a comment below. I also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash spirit diaries where you can get different levels of perks. I have early podcast releases, extended cuts of investigations, and other goodies. So if you are interested, go check that out. And otherwise, if you've been enjoying the podcast, please don't forget to show your support by sharing it with your friends, rating it five stars, subscribe, thumbs up, follow, or whatever it is that you can do on the platform you're hearing me on. I appreciate all that you do in making this podcast possible. So today I'm in a park with my friend, and this park isn't 
known for being haunted. We didn't find it on any list. This is a park I personally have previously been to and that previous time I was there I actually seen a shadow figure in full sunlight come out of the trees, walk along this tree line, and then go back in. That to me signifies a pretty decent level of paranormal activity if I see a full-blown shadow person. I hadn't seen anything like that for quite a while, so it definitely stood out as unusual and I wanted to put this park on the list. Today, while we are visiting this park, I wanted to use the Estes method. I've been dying to try it out and I've seen other investigators use it and it's made me curious to see what the difference is between this method and just listening to a spirit box. So if you're unfamiliar with the method, what it is is when you plug headphones directly into a spirit box and you ask questions to the person with the headphones on who ideally cannot hear you and is blindfolded or has their eyes closed so they also can't read your lips and they'll give you answers. The whole thought process behind this was created in January 2016 when Carl Pfeiffer, who is a part of the Hellier docuseries, Connor Randall and Michelle Tate were all working together to try and create a new way of communication. So by putting on the headphones and blindfolding the person, I personally don't think they're going to be getting additional information that wasn't already coming across the spirit box. However, it is removing bias of somebody asking, oh, is there anybody here? What is your name? And then immediately hearing a name. Because when you ask that question, your mind is already searching for a name and all of the sound. But when somebody is wearing the headphones and has no idea what questions there are, hopefully their responses are a little bit more reliable and they are more significant because they're not searching for anything. So there isn't bias there. They're not expecting to hear a name or a number or any descriptive information. So I thought it was pretty cool and I decided this park was probably a cool place to give it a shot. So I was a little hesitant as we got to the park because I was afraid that when I asked questions to the person wearing headphones that I would get responses from my medium side and I was not open. I did not prepare to psychically open for this because I did want to keep this investigative and come at this as an investigator and not as a psychic medium because I do want to understand how these things work and I really want to understand how being a medium can tie in with all of this equipment that people are using and how legitimate is it and how legitimate are my gifts am I just crazy or is the equipment a total sham or is it both or will they actually help prove each other so I was a little nervous now even if I don't psychically open up prior to an investigation I will slowly open up as we progress because my senses can almost tell that 
something paranormal is happening and whether I want it to be open or not, it will start to slowly creep open. So just like if you are outside and you smell the faintest hint of a barbecue, you're going to start smelling it more and more because it smells so good and then you start getting hungry. So that's sort of how I can explain my mediumistic side working is once it gets that little hint, that little scent of it, it starts to sort of build on itself and then at a certain point you just gotta go out and grab your own barbecue because you're so hungry. So that is how it's going to work. Now at this park, I do want to say you can hear in the recording that cars are going by and the wind there was a road, but the road was actually pretty far away, so I was really surprised that you could even hear cars. Um, this was recorded just on a cell phone, so the audio quality is picking up some random things, but I will let you know if there's anything that we can debunk, and I'll also let you know if there's something that we absolutely just have no explanation for. We did get really good stuff this episode, and I was quite terrified listening back to the audio, so I really do hope you enjoy it, and I think this recording and session really opens up a huge discussion point in general. So I'm really excited to talk about this. And without any further explanation, let's just jump right into us at the park. I'm worried if I ask questions, I'm going to get answers without the spirit box. <laughs> so I'm a little nervous. I've already seen a guy in a white t-shirt and we've heard rustling through the woods and very clear footsteps in addition to the rustling. Um, we are in a park surrounded by woods on all of our sides and there's no one else here so we are isolated um, and we're here because I've seen a full-blown in-the-day shadow person so I'm a slightly paranoid <laughs> and my back is to the woods so we're debating who should go first what do you want to do Cause I'm not. I'm really not sure. <laughs> I'm fine going first if you want. You or seem you, you seem pretty eager to go I mean, first. I don't have a problem with it. So go ahead. Okay. What is, should, should is there any types of questions that I should be asking? Just I would just I was just gonna pick the basics. Just kind of <clears throat> is there anybody here? Okay. Why are you yes. here? That type of thing. So right here, I say yes, and that was immediately after he asked the question if anybody was there and that was exactly what I was afraid of so that was not me saying yes into understanding what he was saying that was me saying yes that somebody was there and I was getting that from my medium side so I just wanted to throw in that quick explanation right there okay and I guess if I get medium answers I will answer yeah, my own questions mm -hmm. because typically how I do it when I'm at a place is I sort of ask questions in my mind and get answers. So I just feel like this is just an outward verbalization of that. Hey, it's Brittany from the future again. And what's really important to explain here that I wasn't very clear about the first time around is that 
I'm explaining this to Robert because him and I have never really worked together before with spirit stuff. This was very new for us. Robert, of course, had done investigations and had been very involved in the paranormal earlier on in his life, which you guys will learn about. And I, at this point, had been doing private cases and I had been giving mediumship readings, but that was something that Robert was never involved with because, I mean, that would be weird if I brought my husband everywhere with me. So, um, yeah, bring your husband to work. Yeah, I don't think that would have been <laughs> acceptable, especially because these cases were so emotional and private and a lot of times they brought up really personal things. Uh, it would be weird if, you know, I brought somebody with me who wasn't really in tune with what was going on. So how I worked with my mediumship in private cases prior to this point was very much I walk into a place and then I say what's going on. And oh my goodness, I don't know if this thunder ambience is coming through, but there's a thunderstorm rolling in right now and it sounds so cool. So aside from that, sorry, a little bit of distraction there. I worked by going into houses and essentially what I felt I said, if I was like, oh, there's a little girl here. This is her name. This is what she's wearing. This is where she said she came from. It was very much a matter of fact to the point, let's get all this information out in the open. So why I worked like that is because I very much like functioning on evidence. And by me rattling off facts about what I was seeing, it was something easy for the clients I was working with to verify and say, yes, that is this person in my family. Yes, that is this. Yes, I 100% know what you're talking about here. Um, and have that validation. But Obviously, I never really spoke my feelings or my thoughts or what was going on inside of my head out loud. And that's something I've had to learn over the course of filming Spirit Diaries with the podcast and the series is saying what's happening in my head out loud. And I still struggle with that because it's very hard sometimes to put it into words. But what I was talking to with Robert at this time was sort of discovering the fact that I was going to need to be more verbal for you guys so you guys could understand where I was coming from. And also being verbal for Robert, who isn't a medium and didn't understand necessarily how or why I was getting to the points I was getting to. So it has been a learning process and it started right here. So I'm honored to have this on a recording. It's very warming to my heart and I, I hope you guys understand how like cool this moment was and still is. So enjoy the investigation. It's recording now. Thanks. So his eyes are closed. Can you hear me right now? Can you hear me? Okay, he's not responding at all, so he cannot hear me. So what I thought about later in this investigation was the fact that we can very well pick up EVPs. I've never gotten an EVP before ever in my life. I would assume people would get them all the time because we're recording all the time on phones or right now I'm recording with a microphone and I've, I've never gotten anything. Um, so I... I was a little bit uh, curious to see whether, you know, we'd get EVPs using a digital recorder. 
and we did. So I do recommend you guys use headphones and turn them all the way up. I did try to make the sound as loud as I could, but I will tell you what I think I hear after the clips, but we are about to get a ton of EVPs coming through. And to help alert you that there is an EVP that I, as well as my friend and a few other people, I have made sure that they hear at least something, I am going to play this sound. I'm going to play that sound right after the EVP happens. I will then play the EVP three more times, and then I'll say what the general consensus thought it said. Is there anybody here with us? So I hear the name Serena, and then I hear a last name that starts with a C. And I can't tell what the last name is, but I definitely think it says Serena. Um, so... That was pretty interesting because that's a direct response to what I asked. Now, if you guys hear something I don't hear or I don't point out, or even if these EVPs, you hear something different than what I said, the general consensus thought it may be, that's totally fine. Let me know over on Twitter at spirit underscore diaries and let me know what you heard with timestamps and let me know if you hear something that I don't hear. It's really exciting because with all of us listening, I'm sure maybe we can pick up some information or hear some other things or have different interpretations that can help figure out what was going on here. You've got... <laughs> I've got what? What do I have? I've got what? I've got what? I've got what? Okay, so here I'm hearing a few different things. At first, I hear almost a little voice going, <laughs> and then I hear another voice, maybe a woman slightly lower go, demon or demons, after I ask the question. And then a little bit later in that, it sounds like another, <laughs> like, so I'm not sure. Listen to this and tell me what you hear, but it almost sounds like a little kid going <laughs> in the background throughout that. But then after I ask the question, I hear a very low voice go, demon. And I can only hear this with headphones on. So if you're not wearing headphones, I highly recommend you put a pair on. What do I have? So we had stopped recording after that and moved locations because there was an elderly man with a dog who came up and was about, I would say, 40 plus feet away from us, but they were close enough to where I didn't want any noise from them to 
come over the recording and I also didn't want them, <laughs> him overhearing uh, anything we were doing. So we decided to move. Now in that moment, we did not hear any of those voices come through and I was feeling a little strange, but I wasn't necessarily picking up on anything very clear coming through talking to me. But I also wasn't open at this point. Looking back and reviewing the audio, I am definitely going to open up psychically next time I go because I would have liked to see if I did hear some of these voices and names coming through from my medium side. But at this point, I was very closed off and very nervous and I didn't really want to get any medium information. I just wanted to test the spirit box. But now listening back, I really, really wish I had opened up a little bit more and intentionally tried to hear responses because I am curious to see if I would have gotten more information about them. So we moved locations and we walked quite a ways away into the woods deeper. That way we don't have any strangers happening upon us again. And we sat on this bench in the middle of the woods. And at this point, we we were at a pavilion with the first uh, recording. Now we've walked far away from that, deeper into the woods on a bench surrounded by trees. So there's no more other seating for anybody else there's no more people and we are further isolated you will also hear the spirit box uh we're using the s box come on and that's going to sound like a really scattery voice but i have put them in at the times when voices came through most of them my friend picked up on but there were a few that he missed and that's totally normal with spirit box it's actually really hard to hear voices but a few of the other ones I heard that he didn't pick up on I put in at the time they would have said something so you will hear those over late can you hear me okay is there anybody here with us Um, we're only inviting positive things to communicate if you want to communicate. And I'm not sure of the history of this park. So. If you want to talk, now's your chance. Is there anybody here? I hear a whistle, but I think it's probably a person. Russian? Russian? <laughs> Is it a Russian person? Um, what's your name? Brandon. What's your name? Is there anybody here? 
Do you have anything you'd like to say? The light. <laughs> what? The light. What? Light, I think he said? Do you need to go towards the light? Next. Next. <laughs> um, I don't. Next, what? Um, I'm on you. I'm on you? Okay, so a few of these I have not put explanations for, but consistently, even at the last location, I feel like this is progressively getting more and more with that little kid voice. And again, I did not hear these in the moment. And this one I did send to multiple people and there's two different main descriptions people think this one's saying. The first is, mom, wanna play? And then the second one is just, mommy. So I personally hear the mom, do do do. And I'm not sure if that last piece is wanna play or something, but I would be more leaning towards the side of mom, wanna play uh, versus mommy. But both have been heard and I asked a ton of people and they were pretty divided between the two. Regardless, everyone did agree that it sounded like a little girl. Okay. Do you need help? I sort of saying same. I sort of feel if I'm mom. I was about to say I feel female presence. So I have full body chills. This session is really strange because what's incredibly validating here is we did not hear this voice at all and we are in fact alone. There's no one else around us at this point. We also are all picking up on the same thing. So the recorder is picking up this little voice. I just mentioned I was feeling a female spirit. At the same time, my friend got on the spirit box, hi mom. So all three pieces of equipment are all picking up these same energy of a female presence or child or something portraying itself to be a child. Now for this recording, I think I hear I'm lost, come with me. And I send it to a ton of people without anything other than listen to this and tell me what you hear. And what I got back is everyone agreed they heard I'm lost, but it was divided between come with me and come find me. 
Is this somebody I know? Do I know you? So the last piece, I heard a giggle that seemed to keep continuing. And this one, immediately after I ask a question, I hear mama. Where are we? At the park. Where are you? So this one, a lot of other people felt like they heard crying or forcibly fake crying and then almost a giggle, like a huh, a huh, ha 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 sort of thing. Just a sort of strange like coughing to giggle or crying just flat out or crying to giggle. Uh, but definitely everybody agreed that it was a continuation of the same voice we've been getting. Where are you? So at this point, we did immediately stop recording after that. That was the end. We did not know we captured that in. As I was listening back to the audio, the first time I got that little voice, I literally jumped up out of my chair and had to go cool off for like 30 minutes because I didn't expect to get EVPs. I was expecting to get just the spirit box responses. And that last part, I am just covered in full body chills because it sounds like someone is up in the speaker of the phone. And again, we were alone and <laughs> that was really strange. And I'm never going back to this park again. <laughs> so this is only the first half of the investigation. Like I said, we decided to just switch up locations. Way off in the distance, there was a group of men who were playing frisbee and they were slowly approaching. But at this point, they were across the forest. So, I mean, 100 feet away. Like, they were far. I could just start to see them and I knew they would slowly approach us. So I figured, hey... While we see people somewhat heading in this direction, let's go ahead and move anyways. I felt like we weren't getting very many responses there. I had no idea about the EVPs, so we decided to end that session and move. Part two is going to be uploaded next time. But my final thoughts for this voice that was coming through, uh, I believe it was likely sinister. And if you remember, right when we started at the first location, something said demon. And I hate to be one to just immediately jump to, oh no, it's evil. But in this case, I didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to believe it. And then I did. Because the voice 
is strange, yes. And I know any little kid is going to sound creepy. What's weird is I feel like it was trying to play on my emotions. Um, but at the same time, the weird fake cry and the laugh after a few of the questions was really weird because it, it sort of went from help me, <laughs> like I'm lost, <laughs> follow me. And I feel like that's just creepy and almost wanting to open up your senses to like, oh, a little girl. Um, but I can't, I can't a hundred percent definitively say it was bad uh but it did slowly progress and the final laugh i my chills have not gone away yet that's something that will haunt me for quite a while and it almost sounds like two voices overlaid so demonic entities frequently mimic little girls specifically because they're seen as the most innocent of humans so Females are gen are typically more soft and you feel more gentle towards a female, but a little girl, everybody instantly wants to open up their hearts and help when they think it's a kid. Birdie from the future. I feel like I need a sound track for these little inserts. I want to say I understand I'm talking about gender stereotypes here. Obviously, I know that women aren't these soft creatures and, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, say things like that. I'm talking about, in general, generalizations. In my experience, there are entities that can be total jerks when it comes to stereotyping and having prejudices. So this is something to where I was talking about that. And in saying that something's demonic, that doesn't mean it's a demon. I don't think this was a demon. I don't think there's a random demon chilling at a park. Um, <laughs> there are a slew of inhuman entities that are very prankster-esque that could have been doing this and I want to stress that I'm not saying this was a demon I'm saying I do think it was more on the sinister side of the spectrum considering this was just really uncomfortable whereas a normal kid wouldn't kind of be doing these sorts of things and if you know us from investigations we have gone to notoriously haunted locations and have never ever ever gotten weird ass giggles like that so yeah just to keep in mind this place was really weird so yeah. Woo! Gosh. <laughs> One of my cats hissed and I nearly just peed myself. Back to the creepiness. I can't definitively say it was bad, but I, I am leaning on the side that it was probably uh, more demonic. And I, I don't believe it was a good little kid. <laughs> um, and if it was a little girl and it was a good kid, sorry. But I just... In the types of responses and the types of laughs or the fake cry or it, it, it just it all felt a little bit too much. So that is today's episode. What a way to jump in to using a digital recorder and spirit box with headphones. So I do want to also say before we go that. I use this phone recorder anytime we are out 
in the field. So when I went to the Glenmore mansion, I was using this phone. When we do other things, I'll use this phone. There's a few others that are coming up and I use this phone. I've never, ever, 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 ever gotten EVPs before. This, this was the first time I've gotten EVPs and after this so we do a second half investigation where we move locations we don't get evps again at least i don't think we do i reviewed some of the audio and it didn't sound like it so what's really interesting is that i think it lends more proof that there is something strange because i feel like if we kept moving locations and kept getting like the same voice or something, or we got it every time, I feel like then at that point, it's like, okay, what is making noise that sounds like this voice? But the fact that we only got it when we were literally in the middle of the woods, I think is incredibly compelling. So again, if you hear something I didn't, or if you want to share your interpretation with what you thought you heard, jump on Twitter and shout me out with a timestamp. I'm also going to be putting this on YouTube. So just look up Spirit Diaries on YouTube. So I hope you all enjoy this. Don't forget to share it with your friends to show your support for this podcast. And I will see you in the second half of this investigation. Mm-hmm. 